What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Too Much Test Podcast, where we mainly talk about PEDs and other fun manly stuff. Um, I guess I'll just get into it. Today, I had something happen to me that I don't remember happening in the longest time. Uh, I went to the gym this morning, got there. I was on set two, my second exercise, and I just had that feeling, and I was like, ooh, ooh this isn't good. This is bad. And uh, so I had to, like, kind of sit on the machine for a second. You know how, like, if you're having stomach issues, it'll kind of, like, come back up? Because I was like, there's no way that I'm going for, like, that last rep just, you know, with the possibility of shitting myself in the gym. <laughs> and uh, so then I do exercise three and on exercise four, I was finishing up and I was like, Nope, gotta go. I'm out of here. And I drove, drove my ass home. I wanted to do, wanted to do a fifth exercise and get some cardio in, but was just not in the cards today. I don't know what the situation was, but I sure as shit was not shitting myself in the gym. I, I will never do that. Do you have, do you have social anxiety about shitting in the, in the gym? <laughs> No, I mean, not, not so much. It's just, it, it's, it's just not a good look, you know, I mean, the gym is pretty empty in the morning, but I just don't want to be walking through the aisles of the machines with just shit dripping out of my pants. So I prefer not to do that if possible. Why not just shit at the gym or was it, was it the, the pain in your stomach? One of those ones where you're like, you get the pain discomfort in your stomach and you know that it's just like extremely volatile shit that you <laughs> Or is it like, hey, if you take a normal shit, you do it in the gym? No, no, it was. Well, I don't, I don't really, I don't really shit at the gym. I don't, I don't like ninety nine percent of the time. I don't see why people shit at the gym unless it's like an accident. Like, I feel like you should plan your shits around being out in public. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't just like, I don't wake up and if I'm like, yo, I gotta take a fat shit, but you know what? I'm gonna try to power through the gym. And you know, if I've got to take a shit at the gym, then that's what happens. I don't know. I just feel like you should plan accordingly. And if you guys want to plan accordingly, in case you have to take a shit at the gym, we do have two sponsors for this show. One of them you can do that with the ultimate gym towel.com TMT25 for 25% off. Now, if you have a ultimate gym towel and you get the urge, right? You get the urge that you're like, oh, I got a brown-headed <laughs> turtle popping out. You know you have the tool at hand to take care of the issue. <laughs> I like because that segue. If you if you don't know about the ultimate gym towel, it's kind of like a skirt for a man, but like it's more than that in a sense. So if you did have shit dripping down your leg, it's got Velcro <laughs> and you could wrap it around yourself and nobody would know. And you'd be like, yeah, this is what I worked out in. And nobody would know that you have shit dripping down your leg and you could wipe it off perfectly fine with your ultimate gym towel. Go check them out. Also, triggerbrand.com. They don't sell you any poopy towels, but they have a lot of cool different research compounds. Check them out. And they have TMT10, TMT10 for 10% off. Lots of cool stuff over there. You like that uh, transition? I was like, oh, this is a uh, good boy. <laughs> I just got a text message from Ultimate Gym Towel, and they're actually pulling the sponsorship. <laughs> they want to be called a skirt or related with shitting in the gym. So we'll have to find a new sponsor for the show. <laughs> the uh, uh, I'm getting some work done around my house, and um, I had this guy over the other day. I think it was, yesterday, it was yesterday, and he's doing the, the soffit and the fascia. They didn't normally there's like a drip edge. So if you're not familiar with like construction for people who are listening, you'll have like the roof. And then right at the edge of the roof, there's this metal like aluminum that goes underneath the shingles, but also comes down over the edge. And how it's supposed to be done is you'll have 
uh, it'll be made out of metal or plastic or something like that, or you'll have the, the wood that it comes down to the drip edge actually has something between the wood and the drip edge to hold it away from the wet wood. So that way when water comes over the top, it doesn't just hit wood, right? It actually like holds it out. If you, I don't know if you can see this, but it holds the drip edge away from the wood. So that yeah. the water just comes down and drips right off. It doesn't like come down and drip onto the wood. So I have, um, this is a, a flip house. So clearly they just don't give a shit when they do flips. And there is, uh, nothing that's holding the drip edge away from the fascia on the house. So it was all rotted out. And in the backyard, the guy had a question. He's like, oh, hey, what do you want me to do on this? Because he's just doing handyman types. If it's not a contractor. And so he's, I'm, I'm out there and I'm talking to him and I'm barefoot because I go barefoot all the time. And there's a, like a one foot or maybe a one and a half foot like ledge. It's basically just dirt. And then you step down into more dirt. Uh, cause in Florida, we just have sand a lot of times, uh, depending on where you live. And I'm also redoing the backyard too. So I step off of there as I'm talking to him and we're looking up at the, the, the fascia and the soffit cause he'd get ripped those down. And I step right onto a board with two nails facing Ooh. off Ooh. stuck in, they stuck into the bottom of my foot, bro. They stuck into, I, I read, I, I, whoops, sorry. I just kicked my dog. Um, I lift my foot up to like pull it out and I'm pulling and it's like this, the skin is pulling because the nail is inside and it has a spot like this in one part of my foot and a spot like this in the other part of my foot as it's like pulling the skin out because it's stuck inside. Uh, and then I was like, the, the dude um, was like, oh shit. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And I just fucking yanked it out, but my foot is sore today. So uh, <laughs> dude, that's, that's bad. Funny. That's my story. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fucking. Bro, I remember when I was a kid, I stepped on a, a belt buckle where the the middle part that was there, and I remember because it wasn't super sharp; it was more blunt. But I put all my weight on it. I remember hearing like this pop, and it was like it was popped through the skin, um, and that shit hurts, bro. Because that shit that's like hits your bone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. I don't know how deep it was into my foot, but like. The entire, it was in the arch portion of my foot. So Ooh. like every step that I take today is just like tender because it's, and it's two different spots. Uh, so what I didn't, I didn't do anything special other than like, after I finished up with him, continue walking around barefoot in the dirt and the sand and the grass. Um, I came inside and I washed it a little bit and then I uh, took some BPC <laughs> after cleaning it out and I put some BPC I, I didn't inject it, right? But I uh, withdrew the BPC into the needle, broke off the needle on the insulin pin, and then I just dripped some directly on the shot, and then I took some nasally, the rest of the shot nasally. Uh, but I was like, okay, we'll see how tomorrow goes. Tonight, I'll probably take a little bit more BPC. Maybe they yeah. can do an injection or something. Like Bro, BPC is fucking awesome. Like, it's crazy that's not a medicine yet. It's just because it can't be patented, so... I mean, it's just, it's cool to see the rest of the world kind of waking up to it, you know, and being like, Hey, like, I just don't need pharma pills, you know, and all this, like I can use something natural, like pretty wild. I was actually, uh, oh, I'll let you go. And I was, I was reading up on a peptide. Oh, I'm curious to hear about that. So, uh, I actually pulled up, uh, this study from, where was it? Emory university, wherever that is. And I thought it was very interesting and relates to some of the things that we talk about. So testosterone, at least how I talk about it, I think we've talked about a show 
multiple times where when you take testosterone or you you do things actively in your life if you're natural to increase your testosterone people always think people with high testosterone are extremely aggressive right or or just like hypersexual which those those can be accurate statements right but what ends up <clears throat> happening and that we talk about is that you become a better like overall human being right it's not just that you are like potentially more uh, aggressive or potentially heightened libido but you also are just far more likely to take care of the things that you need to take care of in your life and that could be uh, related to the diet having conversations and relationships you need to have uh, or just doing what you need to take care of in your life like everybody's got different things nobody needs to be told what to do they're, they're slightly competent. They know what the next thing it is, right? Even if they're not competent, they know that like living in a pigsty is probably not a good idea. And that can be the first thing for them. So I found this study because it actually backs up what anybody who has high testosterone already knows. Testosterone promotes cuddling, not just aggression in animals. So they talk about this gerbil, I think it's basically like, kind of like a rat, uh, but they... Uh, bond with a female. And so they, when they're bonding, they might be like slightly more aggressive. And then after they bond and the female becomes uh, pregnant, then they will cuddle with their, their mate. Right. And so they have like the aggressiveness and then they have the cuddling and then they went through and after that they were pregnant, they gave them shots of testosterone. And what they noticed is that they actually had more cuddling. And this is a quote from the researchers. Instead, we were surprised that a male gerbil became even more cuddly and pro-social because like the te testosterone, there's some evidence. Well, this is the only way they actually test it, right? They just want to show the testosterone is bad. So they show like it's antisocial. It is, uh, is uh, pro-aggression, right? And then you want the pacification of America and men, right? So they want to show that the thing that actually helps men is a bad thing, right? So that's what they're trying to do. And this is telling the, the much more accurate story with this. And they go on to say that he became uh, like a super partner. And I thought that was a very accurate way of describing like how, and it's not everybody, right? Because I think you have to have like, you have to be slightly demented in a way to think about like, all I want to do every single day is just get better. And I understand that's not how like everybody thinks about things, right. Or like works at it. But I was like, Oh, that, that, you know, accurately describes testosterone, right. Even if men don't want to get better in all areas of their life all the time, like every waking moment, like I do, like it tends to go in that direction where they know mm -hmm. they get, want to get better. And I was like, that's a super interesting study. Like, why aren't they promoting things like this? It increases the, like the pro-social behavior, not just aggression and not just libido, right? I was like, you know, they, they need more of this evidence out there instead of saying, oh yeah, taking all these drugs to lower testosterone, taking like, um, what's the one for cholesterol? Statins. statins. Taking statins lowers testosterone, right? Because like, what is testosterone made out of? Like, what is cholesterol? D they made out of? Cholesterol. Yeah. Right? Yes, you've got SSRIs and statins, which both lower testosterone, mess with your libido. And that's pretty much what everyone's on. You know, that's what, I mean, well, statins, uh, blood pressure medicine. I don't believe there's a correlation between blood pressure and 
uh, low testosterone. But yeah, I mean, we're just we're just chemically making guys weaker and 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 bigger pansies. And like, if you think about it, like, and I always go back to like cavemen and evolution, like a high testosterone male that is going to be more successful with women and more successful in passing along his genetics, it would make sense that testosterone would increase that, uh, you know, that bond between him and, and the female, you know, it allows him to be hyper aggressive if there's a threat or he needs to protect his family. But when you're sitting in the cave and your wife or your girl is giving birth, you know, you're going to be there to help her, help her through the situation. You're a team. Um, so it makes sense that higher testosterone would make you a better partner. You know, I mean, that just that just makes sense to me. Like, you know, I've got my little cave kid and my cave girl in the cave and, you know, a, a coyote or something comes in, you know, it's boom on switch on. I'm ready to fuck this thing up as best I can, you know, so. But it's uh, they, they even mentioned that with the, the, the study here, how like the increased testosterone and and like the protect protection of their partner right like they even mentioned that in here so i completely completely agree with that it's like it's me this just makes sense and like for me like i think one of the one of the things that i see a lot of guys talk about is that they've lost like their drive and it's hard to like put in words like what that is and i don't know i guess for i mean i've always been kind of a high functioning person but i've definitely noticed over the past five years that i've been on trt like on the weekend and stuff like not that I won't watch TV or chill at all, but it, it it's just like, I'm just like, all right, got to clean the spa filter, got to clean the pool filter, got to get this project done, you know, this, that, and, you know, and it's just like, I just kind of bounce from one task to the other. And I really get enjoyment out of finishing tasks. Like uh, on Sunday, I pressure washed my pool deck and I, sp I spent like an hour spraying out all the little sand and shit like that and just got it looking pristine, brushed my pool yeah, it fucking sucked. But when I was done, I'm like, hell yeah, I got that shit done. And that's yeah. what I think is that's that that's that click in guys' brains that a lot of guys are missing. They get that apathetic attitude where they just sit on the couch. And like you said, you know, guys are sitting there playing video games all day and there's 10 bottles of Mountain Dew and Doritos all over there and their house is a fucking mess. You know, not so, that I'm a clean freak, but... <laughs> I, I, I think that like some people... Like when you talk to the guys like that, they just don't know where to, they either don't know where to start or like they, they are addicted to almost like watching other people's success and feeling shitty about themselves, like online. Right. Uh, and it's your, I don't know if you feel the same way, but like, it's almost that I'm addicted to achievement and, and it doesn't have to be like, financially like i like finance business related stuff a lot right and it is for me because i enjoy that kind of stuff but it's also the same thing like i like to make progress on the house uh, it's, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy right like i also like to have a clean car both inside and outside right uh, i like to have you know stuff straightened up i like to have like the house it's it's actually kind of ironic um because the house is virtually like empty because I don't like clutter and I'll just throw shit away if I if I appear if it feels like it's cluttered to me okay good it's garbage then and so the house uh, the house in the bedroom and the kitchen and everything is like very bare it's like a minimalistic you know there's not a lot of furniture in the house and the, but that's how I like I don't want that extra clutter in there but my office has opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I just put all my mail together, 
But anyways, um, taking the time to go through and, and, and just making progress on those small things and you get addicted to making progress. It, it's like going to the gym and trying to squat like 300 pounds or trying to bench press two and a quarter, whatever it is. Like you get addicted to making progress in the gym, right? And you're like, oh, I was at 145 for the bench press and now I'm at 165 and now I'm 225 and I'm getting to 315 or whatever the case is. You get addicted to the progress progression in the gym but the same thing goes for other areas whether it's like um my relationship or the, like the stuff throughout the house or having a clean car or making like the, those little projects around the house that need to get done right just it's nothing crazy but you're like hey i will feel better and i will enjoy the satisfaction of having taken the two hours to clean the pool deck and make sure it's all picked up and all the tiny little details are are taken out of that you know and yeah Sat is so satisfying to do all those things. Oh, I agree hundred percent. And that's why I like doing lists. And I know we've talked about this, but dude, like on Friday after work or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. I'll put together a list. I should, of shit I need to do over the weekend, you know, clean fish tank, clean, you know, air conditioning filter, blah, 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 blah. Just list it all out, you know, make YouTube video, this and that. And you just, I just leave that out in like the living room and the kitchen area. And I just, you know, I wake up on Sunday, get some coffee in me and I'm like, all right, bang that one out let's bang that one out you know and it's uh but it's bro it does not help that think of how many times you've talked to guys just in social media where they have low normal testosterone levels and their doctors put them on ssris and viagra and all that stuff and then a year later they feel even worse and but that's the norm dude like how did how did testosterone become so taboo you know it's it's i feel it's i feel it's it's uh what the fuck's the word intentional yeah we're going we're, we're like on that like we're on that turning point i feel like a little bit right because it's like when we first started getting like when i first got, in, got into it it was definitely super 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 taboo like you definitely wouldn't talk about it. like literally we have a podcast where we talk about taking testosterone and jamming ourselves with needles like <laughs> <laughs> Look at the thing up at the top. If you're, if you're listening to this on a podcast, there's a, this is also on YouTube. There's an Instagram logo with a, uh, a, a needle sticking out of it, right? <laughs> like a syringe sticking out of it. One it only seems I, to be on my side for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the only one who's actually taking anything here. I'm like natural. Basically. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, I um, completely forgot what I was going to say. Damn. Oh, I, got some, I, I got some new ink while we were away. I got oh, yeah? New, yeah, just some added some added onto it. So it's going to be like a, a snake uh, or octopus? It's an octopus, and it's going to be like kind of reddish and yellow. Um, oh, no. If you can't see, it's basically an octopus on my chest and shoulder, and these are like blue and white rings. It's called a, a blue-ringed octopus. And, in, dude, they're dope if you look up a picture of them. But um, in real life, they're only like an inch and a half big. They're only like this big. Oh they're really? Like, so they're but they're like super beautiful and bright and colorful. So, um, about, I just I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, the list, right? And like making the list. I looked those up. Those are really dope looking. And, and it's like it's like that big on this guy's hand. Yeah. Uh, making the list. This I've done this off and on for the last couple of years. Like I, I talked about you talked to you about like doing my goals or writing my goals down every day, right? Because if, if it's like I have a, if you look at the data on 
goal setting, right? You have two groups of people, one writes their goals down, the other one writes down like what they had for breakfast or some arbitrary bullshit. And then you follow up with them in two years from today, the group that wrote down their goals like made way more progress than the group that didn't write down their goals. And there's not just like one study, there's like a bunch of different studies that confirm this. So you're like, hmm, if working out is so like good for you, if eating healthy is so good for you, like why would you spend one day a year eating healthy or working out, right? Like yeah. most people do with their goals and they write them down for New Year's resolution. This, this thing that is so incredibly powerful, like powerful enough to that we like talk about eating correctly and talk about working out, right? It's extremely powerful. And yet people do it like once a year. Like, I don't, I don't get that, right? So I started yeah. writing it down every day, thir- uh, three years ago. And hold my life has completely changed. Yeah. 100%. And throughout that time, there's been periods where I've, I've done this and I haven't done this, but now I'm being far more consistent with it is the evening before picking a priority. So it's like one to maybe four different things. And that's the priority for the day. Like all the other BS minutia type stuff has to get done. Right. Yeah. But it's secondary to the priority. The priority needs to get accomplished. And uh, it's probably been maybe 10 days or so of being like consistent back with it. Cause it might be like two or three days. And then I won't do it for two or three weeks and then two or three, four days and then not doing it. So it's been about 10 days now in a row. Fuck. The amount of shit that I'm getting done is incredible. Like, and, I, and I'm doing crap. Like I work seven days a week and I'm just always getting stuff done, but having the intention, like at nighttime, I'll set out the intention of like what that thing is. And a lot of times I'll just do it. Like I get into bed and I'll be reading and I'll like, Oh, put my book down. Like, What's the, you know, one or two, things that are going to be like most impactful for my businesses and stuff tomorrow. Right. And I'll lay there and I'll think about several different things. And then I'll like, okay, that one and that one. And then first thing in the morning, I will work on like, I'll remember what those things are and I'll either send myself an email. If I like, if it's like three or four things or something like that. So I'll be like, okay, these three things or whatever. Uh, but wow, I really, really enjoy that. And I'm knocking out all sorts of stuff. Like, even if you were just like, try it. Then So tonight, setting an intention of like one tiny little thing that you would normally maybe do on the weekend to get accomplished. One tiny thing, something that's going to be like, like changing the air filter on the air handler or something like that. You know what I mean? Nothing crazy or whatever the case is. It's, I don't know. I, I really, really like it, especially for the business or like with your, your I know you're doing some studying for some stuff uh and like just that kind of stuff it's like hey intention this specific thing i find it really really powerful for myself yeah no that's definitely a good tip i mean just setting goals in general i mean it's just you know like on friday like when i'm I'm sitting there with my pad of paper you know i'm like okay what do i need to do and just the act of actually taking a couple minutes and thinking of what you need to do and then i'll be like just something I would have never even thought of. I'm like, oh shit, you know, I haven't drained the uh, the water heater and get all the sediment out of that in a while. Okay, shit, I'll write that down. It's something that you would totally forget if you didn't really just sit down and actually try to think about it. So it's it's super powerful. I would definitely recommend doing that. Hey, that's, a, switch- that's a good idea that I got to actually write that down, bring this in. <laughs> Work on the list, do list. <laughs> yeah. 
I actually, uh, I'm actually thinking about working out, you know, kind of after work more in the later afternoon. And I'm not sure if I'm 100% going to do it. But um, I was I went to the gym on the 4th of July. And you know, I didn't take pictures and post it on social media. So everyone knows that I work out on holidays, like all the other little Instagram girls that were there. There were so many photo shoots going on. And I know what the post would be. Rise and grind girls got to work out on the weekends and how days to achieve your goals look at my ass but anyway but um so i was like so i just had like the endless amount of time at the gym you know because i i was just it was a holiday and so i did or i did like six exercises of chest i did like decline flat and incline for presses and then for also cable crossovers bro i'm sitting there i'm sitting there doing incline dumbbell presses and i've got the 75s and i i fucking suck at benching Bro, this fucking monster motherfucker comes up next to me and throws up the 125s on the incline and it's just doing it for reps, bro. He was a big dude. And I was I was fucking around with him. I was like, bro, I was like, come on. I was like, you can't make me look bad like this. And he was just kind of chuckling. But but dude, I did those six exercises and I did them hard. Dude, I did that on Tuesday and I'm on, dude, I'm on 240 milligrams of test and DECA, and my chest is fucking sore two days later. You know what I'm saying? Like you so, press on your muscle and it hurts. You, so okay, that's great though. That's I know, especially if you want to build size. Mm-hmm. Like what you're, what you just described. Literally, I used to track in a spreadsheet. Like I would track what I trained, and if I was sore 24 hours after my workout, not just tight. If mm-hmm. I was not sore, it was not a good workout. So I, I get to see the body part I trained, right? Chest, back, legs, shoulders. Uh, and arms or something like that, right? And over time, I would track the data so that I would get to see, okay, um, legs, I'm sore 73% of the time on average, the 24 hours after I worked out, but say shoulders, I'm only sore, um, you know, 22% of the time, 24 hours after I work out. So I get to see the data to change my workouts up. And, and but, but I want to ask you, so what, what would be the rationale or the uh, thought process for going in the evening instead? Couple things, couple things. Um, you know, so when you first wake up, you know, you're typically a little dehydrated. Um, you're going to be in generally more tired because you just woke up, um, you know, and also kind of limited time because I've got other stuff I need to do. Um, so I was actually talking to, uh, I actually ran into uh, the guy that, you know, talking about Dragon on Instagram. I ran into him. He was doing like an hour and 20 minutes of cardio. And I was like, dude, you're a fucking animal. Um, But he was, after we got, I got on the cardio with him and I was, uh, I did like 39 minutes, which is the longest I've done in a while. But after we were done, we were walking out and I was like, oh, are you going to hit the weights? And he was like, no, no, no. He's like, I just come here to do cardio um, and then I'll, I'll go eat a couple meals take a pre-workout and then I come back and work out on top of that. So he kind of splits up cardio and weightlifting. He's also prepping for a show. Um, but if I went after and granted, I know there are, there are downsides to that because six o'clock at the gym is a lot busier than six in the morning. But if I could work out from six to eight, you know, and I could do six, seven exercises plus 30 minutes of cardio every day, that would be awesome. Cause Dude, I'm going to be honest. My chest feels like, have you ever taken a week off from the gym or two weeks off and then you go there and do chest? The next day you're like, oh, bro, that's how I feel two days later. And I also, dude, I was thinking about this and I was like, for a lot of guys on TRT, like when you start working out on TRT, you know, before, let's say you had trouble recovering, 
you know, you go to the gym and every single day you're sore as shit for two or three days because you have no testosterone. Once you get on TRT and you kind of get into the swing of things, if you're not getting sore, like you're kind of creating your own plateau for yourself. You know, in your head, you're thinking, oh, wow, I'm recovering so much better. I'm not really sore the next day. And I understand it is a little harder to get sore when you're on TRT, but if you can push yourself to get sore and you're on TRT, you're going to grow a lot faster than you think. I think you should definitely do that. And literally this conversation to me is like, ah, oh, I kind of want to try the same thing. Cause some in the mornings I like give myself like an hour. I like maybe an hour and five to 10 minutes uh, to work out. And I'm not doing any cardio. I'm just working out, but it's just, it's just, everything is like a super set. There's no, it's just boom, 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 boom through it. Um, but the, I'm not like sore after all my workouts and I'm not tracking the data today, but, um, there's also like a fuckload of shit that I could get done first thing in the morning where like you might feel having the mind focused on that stuff maybe more productive than so say like it's 6 p.m right now and i don't know about you uh but we're we're gonna film this episode we'll probably film another episode then i'm going to go like eat and, and i'll shower and then i'll be like okay cool let me get some more stuff done but like the the pace at which i get stuff done from like six o'clock so say shower eat finish by like 7 30 ish right after we do another show and stuff like that the, that last little bit in all honesty, I get some stuff done, but the pace at which I get it done is not as quick as it is in the morning where I could allocate that time to training because training, you know, I'm going to do, make sure my fucking shit's done no matter what. And, and then take that, that time and allocate the, the hour and five minutes that I spend in the gym, right. Can be towards accomplishing more stuff. And when my mind is needed is fresh first thing in the morning. And I like that idea. I think I'm going to actually get, start that tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Everything has pros and cons. The other, you know, the con of uh, going to the gym at six o'clock. And for me, it's not as much of a problem. But for a lot of people, it's like, oh, man, fucking got my ass reamed today at the office. I'm tired as shit. You know, I, you know, I can make it to the gym tomorrow. One day is not going to hurt. And then, you know, five years later, you're 60, 70 pounds overweight and you never went back to the gym. That's a little dramatic, but. Um, it is sometimes it's, I mean, it's tough to get up at five 30 in the morning and make it to the gym. It's also tough to go from, you know, work or whatever you're doing the entire day and then go hit the gym. So one of those things. Well, yeah. Right. Like, you know, having shitloads of money is hard and not having a lot of money is also hard. Like which hard do you want to pick? You know, it's true. That's true. Right. Like, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to incorporate like an extra set into every, every exercise that I do. I mean, it's tough to do with certain stuff like shrugs, like, you know, you can only do so many fucking shrugs in a day, but I'm going to try to incorporate at least for the big lifts, back, chest, um, shoulders, you know, definitely try to add some more sets in there. Cause that's, that's just volume. And that's, just are you, are you going to, are you going to implement this, uh, and start training in the evening afternoon? I'm still thinking about it. I literally just started thinking about it today. So I haven't made a full decision. Um, hey, let's, let's, let's do that. Let's start tomorrow. What are you going to put in? What are you going to put in? I'm, gonna, I'm literally going to do this tomorrow. Well, there's uh, other you, stuff that I have to factor into it. That also cuts down on, you know, two hours a night that I spend with my wife, who, you know, we both work and do a lot of other stuff. Hey, bro, you got the weekend, bro. You got the weekend. <laughs> You're good. You're fine. 
Oh, I also wanted to touch on real quick. Remember, I got this little uh, tracker. And um, I think one thing, and you're asking me, like, you know, what can experiment can I do? And, you know, I know your mind was like racing of all these experiments and like data recording and shit like that. But um, <laughs> one of the things that it, it's actually helped me with in just the, you know, week or so that I've had it is tracking steps. And my phone does it too, but this one does tracks all my steps because it's on my wrist and I'm trying to hit 10,000 steps a day. So it seems like typically walking around just normally throughout the day, I hit about three to 4,000. Um, and then if I do cardio in the morning at the gym, I'll hit about 3000 and then I start walking my dog around the neighborhood and that's about three or 4,000. So I'm trying to consistently hit 10,000 steps every day. Good. Hey, would your girl go to the gym with you in the evening? Possibly, possibly, but it would be one of those things where I'm going to be a little bit more dedicated than her. So, you know, but, but maybe like, I know with, uh, my girl, like she likes to, be home where she did she works that travels for work right so like she likes it when she's home because like when she's out and about and doing stuff or like working she there she has the access to the gym and stuff but she might not actually utilize the gym or might have a little bit small training sessions if she does use the gym versus like she knows that if she's at house like doesn't matter like i'm going to train whether you fucking want to go with me or not. And so it gives her like that accountability type thing. I also heard a very interesting, I started listening to this podcast, very good podcast, by the way. Um, some very like thoughtful questions on there. It's like the diaries of a CEO or something. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Uh, I think that's what it, I've just been listening to it on YouTube sometimes when I'm working because the get certain guests were on it or whatever, but the guy asked some pretty good uh, questions and he is interviewing this guy who was a researcher, but it's like a psychological, he, he's a psych- psychologist, but he's also a marketer. And so he, he like blends those two things together. And, and what he meant mentioned, it was either that or one of the books I'm reading. I don't remember where it came from, uh, how humans will perform better when they're around other people, right? So like, I've always I've always felt that way. Like I need to set a good example for anybody that I'm around. And, and like, this is it. I've noticed this for 20 fucking years. Like if, if you, it's like, if you're just sitting around, sitting around twiddling your thumbs, you're just the only person needs to be accountable to, right? But when you, uh, you, have a standard in your mind of like, oh, hey, I'm the person who works hard. I'm the person who likes to get things done. I'm the person who handles the situations that other people fucking bitch out on, right? And and these are that's the character traits that you have. Then when you have other people around, that gives you the opportunity to be authentic to yourself and the stories you're telling yourself about your character, right? Like I'm the man, I'm the leader. I'm the one that's responsible. I'm the one who's going to take care of whatever fucking issues come up. Right. And, and handle whatever it is. You're not going to back down or run away or not. Oh, we'll take care of it tomorrow. Right. Like, okay, that needs to be handled. Great. I don't know how to handle it. We'll have a conversation and figure that shit out. Right. And um, listening to that, like this was like last night while I was having dinner or something like that. I was listening to it. And then what we were just talking about with going to the gym, right? Cause I go to the gym very early as well. A lot of times it's around six ish to seven or like six twenty to seven twenty or something like that. 
And there's barely anybody in the gym. But I also have been saying this for years and years that, yes, yeah, sometimes it's not super fun when the gym is packed. But that's what that's the, that's what some people say, right? Like, I don't say that very often because I actually get really good workouts when there's other people in the gym and putting those two pieces together with what he was saying, as well as like, I've been saying that for years. They're like, I having a super busy, busy gym is actually kind of fun sometimes because then it forces you to like bring your, your, your focus in on what you're doing. But also it's like, what, what's the stories that I tell myself about my training, right? That I train hard, right? That it's like, I'm doing basically supersets and everything and I'm working out very intensely and I'm very focused and methodical about every single rep while I'm doing that, right? Well, I have to do that for myself when nobody's there. But when, if I have that same story, I'm telling myself, but now there's, you know, four times as many people or five times as many people around me, then it forces me to like be more like, it's like exercising the character traits that you believe in yourself, right? Like you're, you, you, you believe that you're X, Y, and Z, right? And this is what you tell yourself and this is what you tell yourself, right? And, and that's what you're doing. But then when you're having it around other people, it's also like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing a good job of articulating that. You're kind of, you're, well, you're kind of, when there's other people around, you're kind of showing them whatever you kind of feel inside. So if you're, you know, I'm the guy that works out hard in the gym, I work out harder than anyone else. And there's lots of people there watching you. It's kind of like, you're putting it out there like, yeah, I do do this stuff. So I can see that we kind of like, you were talking about like, you know, getting shit done, you know, and we kind of came back full circle to like protecting your cave baby and your cave girl, you know, from the coyote where you can just snap up and you're like, yo, let's go coyote. It's time you're in my cave. It's time to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's actually a perfect, um, cause don't they say when you write a paragraph, right? Like, you have an, or like a story, a short story and introductory and then you kind of like wrap it around to make it full circle so we just made this full circle for you but we're going to give you a little bit of a teaser for the next video testosterone in the next video in the next uh podcast so if you enjoyed this there's three things that you can do to help right if you're still here then you probably enjoy it to some extent or you would shut it off share this with somebody else it's tremendously helpful for us and for your friend hopefully they will like it as well if they don't, you can let us know. You can let uh, test your levels now because uh, he'll care about that. Uh, number <laughs> two, number two, leave us a review. Once you leave us a review on Apple or Google or whatever, take a screenshot, tag us on Instagram. Number three, if you want, check out the sponsors, uh, ultimategymtile.com or uh, triggerbrand.store, either one of those. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.